Hello and welcome to Trying Times. My name is Carmen and if you're returning then wow, hi, we're basically best friends at this point and I just want you to know that I really appreciate you. And if you're totally new to the show then hello, we're basically friends now and I hope you enjoy this episode. Quick note though before I really get into this episode, if you're returning and you have listened to the show before generally, you may notice a little bit of a difference. My voice may sound a little more crisp. I have finally gotten a microphone for this podcast, as funny as that may sound. Prior to this, I was really just making do with what equipment I had available to myself and more so focusing on my recording location to try and minimize as much background sound as possible. But obviously, like with a microphone, it allows you to properly be heard. (laughs) That's the whole point of it. So I wasn't even going to talk about this, but I'm just really excited about having a microphone. I feel very like legit with that, as funny as it sounds. Like I just have this microphone in front of my face. I can hear myself as I record, which is like also a fun thing. Feel pretty fancy. I don't know how else to put that. I feel very proper with my setup now. So yeah, and if it's your first time listening, then you're getting some very crisp audio. Not to say that the content in the other episodes was not worth listening to, but I have been able to learn a lot through all those episodes and I'm really excited to apply that knowledge to episodes moving forward now that I have a bit more of a setup that I like that's allowing me to be more confident in my sound for this show. So if you're returning and you've listened through all of that up until now, thank you so much. And also this is a big thank you from me to your ears so that you have clearer audio. So yeah, with all that being said, I want to move into the episode. So basically this episode is one that I want to spend talking about hobbies of some sort. And I know that I've done an episode on that before where the audio wasn't as crisp. I'm like throwing shade at myself, by the way. I'm like where the audio wasn't that crisp. Um, No, the audio was great for the time being, but it's about to be better. So I've kind of talked about this in an episode before where I talk about trying new hobbies during COVID specifically, like when we weren't really able to leave our homes and necessarily go out and explore a whole lot. And although it was a pretty grim point in time, I was generally very thankful to be safe, healthy, and have the ability to continue to explore my creative side by trying out a whole lot of art-related activities One of those being to brainstorm a podcast idea, which is in part how trying times came to be a real and sort of tangible thing, truth be told. So I think in that aspect, it was a really wonderful time to kind of reflect and be like, what do I want to try? What do I want to do? Obviously, in a lot of other ways, it was a very brutal time sort of to say. But aside from that, pretty sure in that episode that I did talk about hobbies. I focused a lot about painting and drawing and that sort of thing. And in this episode, I want to talk about some things I've tried that I enjoy that I'm able to do while being out or on the move that may kind of help me discover new places or explore. And the first thing I want to talk about is something that I've tried super minimally And I really have not done it enough to master it very well quite yet, but something I'm still trying out. At least I keep saying I'm going to try it. That's another thing. That's a trying time and trying new things, if I'm being honest. You might think, okay, I want to try something. And then you just kind of do it once or twice and you're like, oh, that was kind of tough. And then you're like, I'll do this again, but when will I do this again? You know, it's never fully planned, at least for me sometimes. So the first thing I wanted to talk about is something that I've tried, like I said a couple times. It's something that I haven't done very well yet because I've clearly not mastered it yet. 
and it's not something that's easy to master. But I think a big part of what makes it hard for me to even do it in the first place is that I get slightly nervous while trying this. And you're probably like, what is she going to talk about? The thing I'm referring to here is penny boarding. If you don't know what that is, it's like skateboarding, except your board is much, much smaller. Um, if you look it up on the internet right now, penny boarding is like a lot of the time you can get these tiny skateboards almost look like, but they are made from more of like a plastic material, not plastic. It's, it's like a very heavy duty material. It endures a lot and it usually comes in some pretty funky colors and prints. So they're very like specific looking, I feel. I kind of thought about this like prior to doing it. I have two penny boards. One of them is like a cool one that has light up wheels and that's like, and it's like a clear board. And that's the one that I'm like, when I'm good at it, I'm going to take that one out because why would I want to draw more attention to myself with light up wheels when I'm not good at it? And then the other one I have is like a baby blue, which I love and it has like purple wheels. So it's a little bit more, not average, but it doesn't draw as much attention. So my thought process on that was, hmm, skateboarding looks fun, but the board is generally pretty big. And I don't know if that would be easy because the weight, you're carrying your own weight, you're carrying kind of the weight of the board in a sense. You have to be, you know, super balanced to a degree, I think, to be on that board. So I was kind of like, yeah, I don't know if I could do that. I don't know if it would be easy by any means. None of this is easy. I just want to put that out there. And then I thought of like a penny board and I was like, wait, this is smaller, must be easier to ride and maneuver around. So I got one and I learned that it isn't. It's not easy to ride. Um, it's just as fast. And to some degree, it's almost faster because if you're on the board and you make even the slightest movements, if you lean to one side a little more than you might have planned, the entire board will start to turn and move in a particular direction. So it is very like, I think the word I would use for it is like static because anything you do, the movement on that board will then be very static and quick and you kind of just have to like follow through with it. There's no moment of like turning around and changing your mind. It's just like you're on the board. If it starts turning to one side, you're kind of going with the board or, you know, if you've mastered the ability to control it, then turn to the other side and the board will start going that way. I don't know how else to word it, but it is very interesting. So the couple of times I've tried this out for a ride, I've mastered the ability to stand on the board while it was moving for a maximum of maybe 30 seconds like consecutively and I've yet to beat that time but to be honest that beats my initial streak of standing on it for like maybe three seconds at a time so I think of that as generally a pretty good overall amount of progress for someone who doesn't ride around on a board often but I do need to continue and try to get better at it because if I just sit there and think about it it's not going to get any better if anything, it's going to be more stress-inducing or anxiety-inducing when I do try to do it. So this is really just a reminder to myself to stop thinking about it and get out there and try that board out before it starts to snow in Canada. So yeah, that's one activity though. It is generally really cool. Like I have a very strong appreciation for anyone that enjoys riding a skateboard for fun or if they do it professionally or just kind of like recreationally. I think it's incredible that someone's able to to have that like endurance and build up that adrenaline and kind of like relieve some stress maybe for themselves or express themselves creatively through that outlet. I think it's cool. And I think if there's one thing I've learned about myself from this activity, it's that I have a slight fear of falling. So obviously when you watch videos of people doing this, that's sometimes part of it, like skateboard videos. If you watch someone skateboarding, there's a good chance you might see someone fall. 
and it's only to be expected. It's very normal. And a lot of the time, I think the people doing it are just very comfortable in falling. And that's such a big deal. And so for me, learning that I have a slight fear of falling is just like, it's a huge thing. Because you're probably thinking like, yeah, I don't think anyone likes falling. And I just want to say that I think there's a difference in having a fear of falling versus disliking the potential of falling. Because when you're legitimately scared to fall, it makes you almost more stiff in how you stand or, or try to navigate a board, which makes your motions and movements very like choppy and kind of like, again, static. So it's not smooth all around, which just makes it like harder. Whereas if you're scared to fall, it could be the same kind of thing, but you might be a little bit more loose with the motions so that actually lessens the amount of like stiffness and that movement that's kind of static, which lessens that potential to fall because it's all smoother overall. So I think obviously if you're, you're kind of like, okay, I'm a little scared to fall, but I know this is like the inevitable, you can allow yourself to lean into it a little bit more. Whereas for me, it's kind of like, I'm legitimately scared of falling, therefore I will not let myself fall and I'm just kind of standing like a boulder on this board. So it doesn't really work that way, but I mean, I'm learning that. So that's a big <laughs> step in the right direction, I think, but a big bonus with this type of hobby or activity, I think, is that you can go somewhere with it and you can use it to explore, which is great. So kind of anywhere you go, you can ride a board, which is awesome. The next thing I wanted to talk about is reading. I talk about reading a lot more than I like to admit. <laughs> but it's actually great. There is quite literally something out there for everyone that relates to basically anything. And I think it sort of functions as this kind of thing that a lot of people can connect through, even if you're not reading the exact same thing as someone else. So for me, I like to read a lot of fiction, like rom-coms, thrillers, fantasy, and then sometimes historical fiction. It's uh, not something I read a whole lot but it is something I like have an interest in generally. So there's just a vast range there. And typically I don't read a lot of nonfiction pieces unless there's like a designer or an artist I'm interested in. And at the moment I'm reading a thriller written by S.C. Lolly called Are You Sarah? And this book is set primarily in a downtown core, not too far from university. And it works its way around this area, like throughout the story, as it kind of gives you like brief glimpses of other major cities in the US as well. And I think the one thing I love about reading this aside from the storyline is that you feel like you're there physically and seeing these different places just alongside the main character which is really cool because to some degree, I mean, you're metaphorically maybe traveling, which is just interesting to think about, albeit like in the story, there are some eerie and creepy moments, but I think it's incredibly visual where, like I said, you feel at times like you can see the setting while reading. And another big thing for me lately has been going out and finding a cool spot where you can just kind of like relax and read. So not long ago, I was at a beach with my friend and I was honestly so excited to sit on the sand and just read for a while and it was a relaxing way to enjoy the book i was reading then which was book lovers by emily henry in case you wanted a book recommendation for any reason it's like rom-com ish so if you want that go check it out i don't know it's great but i think with this kind of hobby it's cool because you can travel like absolutely to anywhere and enjoy a book while doing so you could also just stay put and travel through a story if you wanted so that sort of sounds cliche but I feel like it's generally true and it's such a cool thing about books. And then on top of that, I feel like even if you're out in a place and 
you could be reading a book someone else could be reading another book it just feels kind of like you're like it's like a cool inclusive thing maybe it's not like that for everyone I feel that way sometimes and maybe sometimes we'll see that you're reading a book and they're interested in the book that you're reading so they'll ask you about it and I feel like that's kind of a rare thing to come across or experience but when it happens it is very special so I think that's really cool so the last hobby I kind of wanted to talk about today is biking this is overall an activity that I love for many reasons. It's great for movement, it's an environmentally friendly way to travel, and it allows you to explore and take in sights while you're on the go that maybe you wouldn't have noticed in a car. So I learned how to ride a bike when I was super young, but hadn't rode one in about two years, again, because we were like locked up in our homes. So I just never rode a bike throughout COVID, which is crazy to think about. I mean, I rode a stationary one, like to exercise, but not actually go outside and move on a bike, which is so weird to think about. I got on one again to ride around an island with a good friend last month, and it was so much fun. And I fully understand now why people say that whole phrase of it's as easy as riding a bike, because it's truly something that you just don't forget. And muscle memory in that way truly amazes me. Because like I just said, I hadn't been on a bike in a couple years and the second I got on, it was like no time had passed and you just pick it up really easy, which is such a cool thing. I don't know. I You might not find that amazing. I do. But like I said, it's a great workout. It doesn't really feel like a workout, which is my favorite part about it because it's just a good way to get movement for your body. Obviously, it's healthy for you, but you don't feel like you're dying while doing that. So that's nice. Plus, it's just a fun way to get around and travel a little. It's definitely a great way to discover places you've never been but obviously like while being safe and not just riding around and like into traffic, <laughs> like keep that in mind. So obviously in this sense, getting to bike around an island is generally just so cool as a concept and a lot of fun. I think through getting to do this, there's just so much to explore and see and do. And I think being able to bike through that experience makes it so much more fun. Your travel time is obviously a lot less. So that's a huge component, I think. And it just allows you to kind of go wherever you want, as fast as you want, as slow as you want. You could even walk the bike, like it doesn't matter. I think that's so cool. And it just made me very appreciative of, of like that whole activity after getting to do that. So I got to thinking about these three activities a lot because I've been pondering lately about what I enjoy doing and what also helps to spark creativity for me. And sometimes working on artistic ventures or creative things of your own can feel a little dry or you can hit like a bit of a creative block or a wall, but by implementing something that inspires you or maybe gets you in a new setting, you kind of start to feel recharged in a way and better than before. So that's where I'd kind of gotten this idea from and thought it was important to share because it's easy, I think, to kind of feel in a funk and it's really hard to decide what kind of activities or what kind of things you can do or work on that make you feel better without making you feel sometimes drained maybe. And I know for me, since I've been little, working on artistic or like little creative projects of that sort has been a really wonderful outlet. It's something that helps me feel unstuck if I ever feel stuck maybe in a rut. And I think as I've gotten older, obviously I have realized this is still a great outlet, but I'd love to incorporate some sort of movement as well. So it's just nice to kind of know that I'm able to have that outlet a little bit through this show and through a few other things. And then also now through something like biking and I really need to get out there on that penny board again. So I'm really going to try to enforce that after this episode. But I want to know for you, is there something that you turn to that allows you to explore something new like a place or food or music, whatever it may be. 
And if so, does this function as a creative outlet for you? So I think for me, generally, if there's something that allows me to explore new music sometimes, it's going to concerts. It's something I've loved doing since I was younger. And obviously, you get to see your favorite artists. A lot of the time, there are opening acts, and sometimes you might love them, and sometimes you might not be the biggest fan of theirs, but it's a really cool way to discover new music. And even through something like Spotify or like Apple Music, I know that they recommend a lot of music to you too that could be similar based off of your already existing music tastes. So I think something like that is very special. But if you want to answer that, then you can head over to our Instagram at the Trying Times Podcast and chat with me about that. Or feel free to click on the link in the episode description and leave me a voicemail. I'd love to hear from you. So yeah, go ahead and do that and let's chat. And lastly, before this episode is over, I want to thank you guys so much for listening and also let you know to be sure to follow the show wherever you listen to your podcasts so that you do not miss out on any upcoming episodes. Again, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. And I look forward to hearing from you. So we'll chat soon again, okay? Bye.